Look alive, all ya. I'm Retronomic, looking for new games that bring retro back from the dead. And this is Snap Break Games. These are some great games, and today's list is, it's gonna be kind of a retrograde kind of a review. Um, it's not gonna be a numbered list, it's gonna be more like a tier type thing. So yeah, starting out with the kids tier. The Strange Cases series. The Strange Cases series actually has two games in it. One of them is Escape Funky Island, while the other is Strange Cases. And uh, the first one is actually uh, pretty nice. It's a good introduction type game. I would say both of these games are very fun, but um, definitely more for kids because, I mean, it's on the kids tier for a reason. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're pretty darn easy, but they are competent enough to one, I played through both of them. I actually had to pay for them just to play them. Uh, $3.99, I believe. No, $2.99. $2.99 for each game to unlock the entire game. Um, and not a whole lot of content for that price either. But still, you get to play quite a lot before then in the first place. And, you know, so you could try it out. Maybe you'll play through the whole demo, you know. Um, and if you have kids that want you want them to get into point-and-click type of adventure games This is definitely it. I mean, it's it's really good stuff. It's got a great art style That's uh, you know, it's kiddish, but it's still kind of fun and whimsical. It's like uh, Colorful and all that you're a detective who's kind of a dimwit But he's trying to do his best as well as there's a lot of different references That I'm surprised they have in there because they're more like stuff that an adult would get but maybe kids get it too, I don't know. But they were kind of funny, actually. I, I got a chuckle out of them, you know? Uh, the puzzles, though, are pretty darn easy. I never really had to use any hints or anything. It's mostly just, uh, you know, trying to find stuff to use on other stuff with some mini games in there, but they're pretty easy mini games as well. And you do have other characters in it, you know? There's not a whole lot, but still, each room might have a character in it that you can talk to. They'll usually say one line or something, but it's pretty funny. And then, of course, you'll, you know, help them out in some way, and that makes it so you can get further in the game to the next level, you know. And uh, it's actually really fun. I found it to be a decent enough game that I would definitely give this to my kids if I had me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think it's something that, you know, would be along those lines that, you know, would really give this cool introduction for kids to play point-and-click type of games. And that's mostly what Snap Break is. Uh, Mystery of Funky Island, it even continues this story. It's uh, the same guy, but he's on vacation. <laughs> it's kind of a strange story because he's still on a case, but he's supposed to be on vacation. And, uh, you know, you have this girl who's helping you out in the first part, and then you move into the island itself. And it's pretty cool. It actually does a good job. It's very, very colorful, more so than the uh, original game. I mean, there's lots of bright colors and things like that with strange cases, but Funky Island actually has like this funky island feel, you know? It looks really nice and just feels good to play through, you know? Um, of course, again, the story is something of a detective doing something to find out about stuff, thinks there's something evil going on on this island, um, but then it turns out there's a twist at the end. Oh my gosh. Uh, but that's, of course, if you pay $2.99 uh, to get the rest of the game. And I'll admit, once you get past the, I think it's 10 levels of the demo, um, from there, it's like another five levels. It might be ten, but they're kind of shorter. So I, I wouldn't say it's actually worth it unless you're, you know, going to do it for your kids. If you're doing it for yourself, I mean, play the demo. I, I didn't really think it was worth it in the first place. It's a kid's game. Um, but it still was fun enough to go through since I'm, you know, doing it for this review. Um, it's just I don't think it was worth the $3. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to the next tier. Um, this is the low-end tier, I'll say that. Um, yeah, it's... There's some not great games by Snapbreak. Most of the games are great, but uh, these two kind of fell flat for me. And the first one is Escape Logan Estate. Escape Logan Estate is actually... It seems really interesting from the demo. Um, it's this, like interesting kind of art style it's it's got its own thing going on it's uh they have pink noses for some reason but uh it's all kind of looks almost paper cutout type of thing and it's kind of artistic and it looks really good in that way um that's something i'd say that's great about it it's just from there there's this intriguing story that makes you want to pay the 2.99 after the demo part 
um, but it never really pays off. So I'll get into that in a sec, but first off, the levels. It's this cabin out in the middle of the woods, and it looks really great. It's a beautiful type of game. It's just, there's not really much to do. It plays the game by the numbers. I mean, like you go get an item, put use this item for this thing. There's almost no uh, like descriptions of things. You know, if you click on anything else, nothing's gonna happen. If you click on something that is like does have some kind of description it makes it very clear that you're not supposed to use that right now or do that right now or something else and it just felt very flat it felt like almost you know a point and click without any kind of descriptions or exploration really um feels kind of lifeless you know and like even the kids games had a lot of like you know okay go around and try to you know figure stuff out you know okay maybe there's nothing inside the cupboards but at least you're able to check them maybe it doesn't have any descriptions for stuff but you can still take a look at it you know um even the fact that it's always like usually one to two rooms inside the kids game um strange cases series they still you know have something to go around you know in this it's yeah you can go all over the place but there's nothing to do with it and even sometimes they don't let you go other places they just say you don't need to go there right now it's like okay thanks for you know really just sticking it to me uh <laughs> it just didn't feel very much like a point and click game it felt more like a interactive story and if that was the case then cool no problem you know i get it i don't mind having uh something that's very linear you know and and goes okay i'm going to tell you a story it's going to be somewhat interactive for you you got mini games to play you got stuff to you know items to get and use in certain spots and it does well with that semi well i'll say that um but yeah then there's points where you get lost and have nothing to do you're trying everything and you're like okay what am i supposed to do but since it's always by the numbers sort of thing like this has to do this and there's no indication of that except for this little uh like hint button that gives you indication of things that are possible to be interacted with um yeah that's not very fun and you get like stuck you're just going okay i've tried everything that's interactivable i can't figure out what i'm supposed to do and then maybe you'll figure it out i actually mostly uh would like try something out and then after maybe i don't know 10 minutes of trying all these different things come across the answer by accident or something like that and it was just more frustrating as well um but still even then you know it's still you know something if it's a interactive novel type thing where it's basically a story put in a point and click i'll give it that you know but the story is almost nothing it's like this mysterious story of these kids who are visiting their grandpa and um you know the parents uh, leave them there to go do something and you're stuck with th- this grandpa who's really gruff and stuff you know he's sort of an estranged dad and grandpa you know and then you start finding stuff out a little bit you know inside the demo you don't really find much out you just you know do some stuff and then eventually your grandpa actually uh dies <laughs> and so the next chapter if you pay for that which not worth it I'm telling you i think it's 2.99 as well and it was not worth it at all uh <laughs> you go through and you find out there's some kind of mysterious thing happening and there's this like a uh, fox like person in the woods like they have this fox mask on and they look very dark and mysterious and you think okay so i'm going to find out what's going on with this mystery nothing you do not find anything out about it i don't know if they were planning to do more chapters or something but it doesn't seem like because there was an actual ac- added chapter an extra chapter that they added to this game and it was just uh like a look into the past of the father who dealt with the grandpa and that's it they don't really explain anything they say this is what created this person in a robe and a fox mask but they don't really have any resolution or anything to go with like what's happening here you know so it gives you this mystery that they never let you solve and the fact that it's so lifeless and just nothing to explore and that story that's just kind of open ended i guess i maybe it's up for interpretation or something but it just felt very disappointing to me um i would say this 
is just not worth it. You know, it wasn't a very good game. Um, then there's Through Abandoned. My goodness gracious. The art style is really well done. I like the art style a lot. It's It almost feels like, a, what is it? Submachine. It's this old flash point and click that I used to play. Um, there was a whole series of them, like I think three games, four games, maybe six actually, now I think about it. Because it's a lot of first person, no other characters, just this world that you're supposed to go around and explore. And it does a great job of that. It's just, it feels super hard. There is nothing to give you any indication of what you're supposed to do. And it also, its story is interesting. It's about these different worlds through different doors and... You know, there's uh, this race of beings who are uh, connecting all these doors together. But again, it doesn't really have any payoff. I mean, you do get a whole story. It does go from beginning to an end. And it's, a, you know, a decent end, I'll say that. But it just felt kind of flat because of how there's not much going on. Everything's told to you in these little uh, notes you get. And then it sort of switches the story to from your brother leaving these notes to someone else entirely. And then you find out that, spoiler warning, um, after $2.99 for the, after the demo, that is, <laughs> um, you find out that there's some kind of AI that was trying to destroy everybody for that reason, you know? And now they're gonna use you in order to keep themselves alive or something, like a battery kind of thing except it just doesn't really feel like any kind of payoff. It didn't really, I didn't see the point of it. It just felt like very unclimactic. I'll say that, you know, it just kind of disappointed at the end and it has a lot going for it because it looks beautiful. It's got this whole entire world of different places you can go and things you can do. It's just, it feels so much of a dead type of world, you know, um, and yeah, the puzzles get pretty darn hard. You have to figure out what these items are for. You have to put them in the right spots and use them as well as doing mini games and things. And it, it can get pretty difficult. I'll admit it was a harsh game. And in this world of just nothing else, it kind of wore on me. I'll say that it's still a good game. I'm not saying it's not worth it. It is in the low end tier though. I would say play the demo. If you're into it, pay the 299 because it has a lot more to it than that it's just it's pretty difficult it's i'd say it's more for people who are really into point and clicks as well as it's just kind of unclimactic at the end you, you get all this build up for not much of an ending i don't know that's just how i felt about it the mid-tier is very much more of the uh escape room variety i'll say that um You've probably seen or played a million of these type of games. It's not necessarily point and click, I'd say. I'd say it's, it is a point and click game, but it doesn't feel like that sort of thing. It feels like you're trying to escape something or, or get something done, you know, and there's not a whole lot of story, um, but it's still really fun. And that would be Dream Cage and the Machine City series. These are really great though. I would say these were really fun. I loved them the whole way through, not to mention it's a Dreamcage game. If anybody knows about this, this is a, actually a game that was trying to be kickstarted. It was a isometric, I guess is what you call it. Um, it was a third person point and click is what I mean, like sort of like a sanitarium if you've heard of that game. Um, and yeah, it was actually really cool. It had a great concept of this, you know, like people who maybe go into comas or are close to death, um, they end up being in this world where they're like in this bird cage that actually has a whole world inside of that bird cage. And um, there's some kind of mysterious thing <laughs> that's, uh, you know, putting them there and constructing these things. And it was really interesting with what they had of that small little demo that they were trying to kickstart. You know, and it looked beautiful and all that, but I guess they didn't get their kickstart goals and uh, they couldn't continue it. It was sad because I was like, wow, this is Dreamcage, I think 28 or 26. And they were going to do another one added to that. And I thought, you know, this could be a whole series of different Dreamcage uh, cages, you know, Dreamcage 1, Dreamcage 
14, you know, stuff like that. I thought that would have been really cool, but sadly it didn't get to continue from there. But they did, Snap Break, did pick him up and made a Dreamcage escape game. And you actually have a alternate um, objective in there, which is collecting coins. You get two coins to collect, or no, three coins, sorry. Uh, <laughs> there's three coins to collect, and, you know, they're not easily found, you know, so it is nice to have this little extra objective. Um, but it doesn't really impact anything except maybe bragging rights. I mean, I didn't even get an achievement for getting every single coin. I don't believe I did. Uh, so that was a little disappointing. Um, but you do have some achievements for other things like beating stuff and getting a certain amount of coins, but not for actually getting them all. I thought there would have been maybe an extra level or something or maybe some little bit of story because the story's pretty bare. I mean, it gives you something in the game, like uh, you'll have little notes and things like that of other people who've been in this dream cage or saying stuff like this place isn't real or things like that. Um, but it does sort of feel like they were just throwing that in there for no reason and uh they do reference a little bit of the uh other games that they were gonna do with Dreamcage. uh the dream cage 28 i believe the demo game um they actually have that inside this game and they actually have a view of the second dream cage game they were planning to do so that is still pretty interesting and it was a nice little callback but other than that it sort of changed the story because i thought the story in the first one was uh where it's this people, these people are uh, inside of a coma, you know, or in a coma and close to death, um, that they're stuck in this place until they can get out, and then they'll wake up from that coma. But well, they sort of give the idea that maybe that's something going on, but it later sort of says that it's actually a giant that's constructing these things, and we're all regular-sized people that are being put into these uh dream cages that are being constructed by this other person who's another regular sized person in this giant's world so that sort of felt a little disappointing but it's okay you know i'll take what i can get because that was a pretty great series that seemed like it would have been a series and ended up you know sorry sort of falling flat you know so it's good to see at least it got continued and sort of ended so that's something about it but again of course this is an escape sort of game so most of the story is just little notes of hey this is what's happening check it out now solve the puzzles and that's about it and the puzzles though are really well done you have a lot of different things you can do you have to use certain items on different stuff you have to change colors inside of a little uh not mini game stuff but they do have mini games in it as well like you know switching pipes around and things like that um, but yeah, they have a one point where you have to change the colors of the room in order to see um, different clues for pages and things like that to get out. And it was really interesting. I like how they did that. And they had a lot of different other puzzles like that, where you're not just going, get this item, use it here, or play a mini game to progress. There was actually, you know, some thought put into it. Then it feels sort of like a spiritual successor is the Machine City games because they're actually really interesting and they sort of give you the same idea of a story though. It's like, you know, you go into this, you're already in this city, you don't remember who you are or something. Um, it doesn't really give a whole lot of backstory or even a uh, story to your character, but it says that something's going wrong with the city and you have to save the city. So that's it, that's all you do. And uh, the look of it is really amazing. The dream cage actually looked uh, almost like a painting kind of look they had a lot of uh, these oily sort of colors to them and it looked really good i loved the look of that but this one is much more of a uh, clockwork type of look to it and it feels a little more pristine i'll say that but it it does look good now they did lose the um, extra objective but you still have you know some achievements to get which is usually done through just playing the game and the story is a little bit better, I'll say that, because they do add some more to it. But it definitely feels like a spiritual successor to the Dreamcage escape. And uh, I think that's what they were going for. Because you end up seeing blimps that were inside of the Dreamcage escape game. So yeah, you're just trying to save the city and uh, run around uh, figuring out all these different puzzles and trying to you know, find out codes and things like that, using items, playing mini games. 
and it was really fun. I'd say it's a, a really well done escape game. If you know escape games, then this is one of those really good ones. I'll say that. All original art and stuff like that, which uh, I've played some other escape games, which look like just Photoshop. You know, they piece some stuff together. This is actually a, a really good looking game. Then the airship has a lot more of a 3D look. Um, that's machines, Escape Machine City. Um, I think it's just called Airship, actually. And again, you know, with all these three games, you have to play and pay $2.99 in order to continue. I think in Dreamcage, you get about eight levels. And then in Machine City, I think you get up to five. And both times, they're still really fun. I enjoyed them. I thought it was worth the $2.99 for every single one because they were actually really competent. They uh, make you feel like you're figuring it out for yourself. They don't, you know, hold too much of your hand, but at the same time, they don't make it so oblivious that you can't figure it out for yourself. You know, you have to use a hint or something like that. And uh, it just was a lot of fun. I loved the 3D style that they did for the airship, in fact. You have a sort of steampunk clockwork type of look to everything and it looks so much classic like a 1950s or 30s or something like that i know it's a big difference but yeah uh, it definitely has this old-timey kind of feel to it uh, like almost like americana and it looks really cool it was actually a lot of fun it feels like you're on an adventure in fact in this uh, second machine city game I, I would say definitely check that one out if nothing else um, because it it's kind of short though shorter than I'd say the two other games I just mentioned um, but it is worth it because it has a lot of interactivity um, there's a lot of the different mini games and it still has a lot of the same sort of uh, puzzles that you don't usually see in other sort of escape games so it looks really good it's it's an amazing job that they did with that and uh, the story for this one is that you're actually gonna you know, crash this airship city into a uh, capital city sort of thing. I guess it's machine city itself. And you're trying to stop that from happening. So, you know, it's, it's sort of skint on story. It's not a whole lot, but it's still something there. And I, you know, I just appreciate having a story that's, you know, at least somewhat interesting, if not like actually intriguing, you know they all have a story just to drive you forward and that's something I liked about it so I'd say all three of these games are worth getting but I will mention um, when I had to play it again for Dreamcage uh, I hadn't bought it yet but I had played it before it's an old game and uh, yeah that was a bit annoying because for some reason they had the items like off the screen you could still click them if you click it just right but yeah it was off the phone screen and you know you could see a bit of it so you sort of had did this guessing game of, okay wait what, what was the item that I had and is it is this the item I need to use on this thing you know like uh, say you get a crowbar you're like okay wait did, did I have a crowbar oh yes I had a crowbar okay which one is it though and then you start clicking the different boxes of your inventory and then hopefully you figure it out and get to use it um, so yeah, that was a little problem. I don't know if they're going to fix that. I doubt it because it's pretty old. Um, but the other two games, the Machine City games, are working great. I'd say they're still all worth it. I thought they were all really great, even with that uh, glitch issue with the items. Um, but other than that, yeah, it was a little bit frustrating. <laughs> but um, moving on to the next tier, the high tier. These ones are actually really, really cool. I mean, I liked the... Uh, idea behind these it's the first game out of all the dang snap break games that are free called tiny robots recharged uh before that it was just called tiny robots i don't know why they changed it i guess they added some stuff they did in fact if i remember correctly um but it's not much you know so i'll just take what i can get it is really fun though um, it's very interactive. You have a lot of you have this sort of story that drives you forward But it's actually done in a way where they show some story you get some cutscenes to watch before you actually start playing the game and uh, As well as in between levels, you know, you get these little cutscenes and it's basically just you know this evil guy He's a robot as well. <laughs> he flies up and abducts all your uh, robot friends and you being the last one uh, decide to go save them and he's got this plot to take over the world and 
you know, power this uh, special machine that he's making and he needs your friends to, you know, suck the life out of them to be able to power it. And it's really cool. It's actually an interesting type of game because you not only have these, they're almost like scenes that you move around. You have to, you know, uh, click on certain spots to zoom into that use whatever you can or find whatever you can maybe uh play a mini game which is usually this one screen that you find in every level you have a screen for a mini game but those mini games can get kind of annoying i will say <laughs> uh, i'll get to that in a sec but yeah uh the puzzles aren't bad they're just the mini game puzzles they're they're there's some that get really annoying and like these plus and minus ones where you have to fit all these pieces into it the only thing is those pieces turn so you can actually like think you've got the whole thing and then one piece will not fit so then you have to do it again and again and again till finally figure out exactly how they wanted it um but other than that the point and click part of it is just really fun you you know you can check out a whole level there are all kinds of different levels there's like a one with a train there's one with uh you know a little highway that you have to stop uh, you have a uh, you know just a forest you know just all kinds of different locales to go to so you have a lot of variety with the places you're going to figure out all these puzzles and that was really fun and and just refreshing i'll say that uh but yeah then they also have the um boss levels there's actually boss levels in this it's a strange way of doing it though i mean they do have this sort of timer for all the levels and there's three hidden uh, batteries that you can get that'll make it so it recharges the amount of time you have the only thing is the time is so wide that it doesn't really matter i mean maybe with those mini game puzzles um some of them are really hard so you might end up running out of time that's the only time I could think of and that's because you're banging a head against the wall trying to figure out these dang stupid puzzles <laughs> um, no they're not bad puzzles but they do get frustrated and yeah so that's the only times I ever felt like I was gonna need time but other than that no I didn't need any time and they did not make it tight at all for the um, boss levels so it's basically just another level with some kind of cool thing going on to it um, never really felt like there was a threat that's what I mean. They should have added a timer that was kind of tighter. So that way it would be feel like you're having to race against this. So that this enemy, you know, um, to get everything done. And it just feels a little disappointing that they didn't do that because they had some really cool ideas for the bosses. Like there's a mechanical uh, T-Rex. There's a mechanical spider. There's uh, uh, the train level that I was saying before. Um, you have to actually do stuff with this train and like all kinds of different things like that for the ideas of the bosses the only thing is they don't have any threat there's no nothing to make it actually feel like it's a boss level you know other than just this character that's there so yeah it it's it's interesting but it's it just feels a little disappointing to me but other than that everything else is just great in fact the boss levels are still great because they have all this point and click type stuff you have to turn stuff like uh you know get a knob turn it around and then that'll make it so it pushes something out so you can grab that or you can find uh, all the different little batteries and it is an energy based game where you have to have batteries to play levels but my gosh there's such an abundance of batteries it doesn't matter it's it really doesn't feel like a freemium game and while there are ads because it's a free game um you only see those if you're gonna you know use a hint you'll have to see a full 30 second ad or every once in a while they'll throw in a ad for like uh say between levels that you can skip after usually like five seconds so it never really felt freemium at all it just felt like a free point and click type of game and it's very uh, three-dimensional and interactive and just a lot of fun, I gotta say. And the story, I thought, you know, while it's not a lot of story, it's not some amazing thing, it was still a fun story to see. You know, you have some actual cutscenes to watch, you know? That's the Tiny Robots game, and it has a little bit of extras that's for the recharged, which is basically you can just replay all those mini-game puzzles. Some of them were fun, not all of them. So I don't see why you'd want to replay those puzzles. Um, but also you have a sort of crossy roads type of game as well. 
Um, I guess they're planning to update it with more games and more levels, but uh, they haven't yet, and it's been a while. Um, but yeah, it's something, you know. Hey, you want to play Crossy Roads, but in this style, go ahead. You know, that's about it. Um, but other than that, the levels are really fun to play. There's a lot of levels. I believe it's 50 levels, and they are all very interactive, and you get one mini game per level. So yeah, it, it was a really well done game, and it's so much variety for the way everything looks. You're, you feel like you're actually traveling through different locales. So that's what's really cool about it. You got a beach, you have a, a shack where you have to do some fishing. Um, you have an ice level, you have a fire level, you have all these different things, you know? So it was really nuanced, I'll say that. Um, but then there's a series that I actually love. It's these sort of small, short but sweet kind of contained puzzle levels called the Doors series. It's just doors. And then they have like the first game, I believe, is Awakening. And then the second one is Origins. And then the third one is Paradox. And they are all really worth the money. I got to say, they are not free. Again, back to the pay for things. But it is, again, $2.99. And they are definitely worth it because they just had a lot of content for it. And it was a lot of fun, too. They do give you some alternate ob objectives, such as... Uh, getting these blue and red diamonds and you do have a story while no real cutscene type stuff it's uh, stories told through notes which you have to find um, so yeah that's actually really interesting about it and it sort of tells a tale of the first one being a uh, awakening is that you're someone who's lived a long life and all that you know and you are coming to a point where um, it's life or death and you can either wake up from a coma or or go to heaven or go to hell i mean there's it's your choice i mean uh you if you find all the diamonds uh such as if you find all the blue diamonds you can choose the epilogue level for heaven if you find all the red diamonds you choose all the up uh, the epilogue level for hell so it's not actually a coma type thing but it, it says awakening so i'm i was like thinking maybe it has something to do with that um, but yeah, you are close to death and that's what it sort of goes through is talking about your life and how you uh, had your ups and downs. Maybe uh, you became forgetful of the good things in life and just obsessed with uh, making more money or stuff like that. But then you remembered how good things can be kind of thing. So it's really interesting with the story, but it is just told through notes, um, which you have to find. They do make it very obvious, but yeah as well as the diamonds, they're pretty obvious as well, but not that obvious, I'll say that. Sometimes they get a little bit tricky. Um, so maybe it's sort of a thing where if you can only find all the blue, that's the good ending, and maybe you can find all the red, then that's the bad ending. But it wasn't so hard that, you know, I couldn't get both the endings. And, you know, it's not really something where you have to choose one or the other. You can actually decide if you wanna play both, then play both, you know? And it was a lot of fun. It's very interactive, just like the Tiny Robots games, except uh, they're all very short, sort of short, sweet, sort of contained levels because it's a door and you have all this stuff around the door and you have to move, you know, the door. Uh, you can actually move it uh, around by swiping the screen to uh, see different parts of it, you know, and you want to zoom in on different spots, like say there's a... Uh, a shovel you want to zoom in on that click on that maybe there's a diamond behind it you know and uh, then you can use that on some cold put inside of a uh, furnace that's part of the door and that'll make it so something opens up up top above the door and uh, you know that makes it so you get something else that you can use on the door and open it up you know and it's like really interesting and fun I gotta say it was even funner than uh, the tiny robots game actually I'd say because there's just a lot of style to it and and interactivity and it felt like you're having to figure it out for yourself you never really have to use any hints even though they do have that option and it was a lot of fun i just had a great time with all three of these second one is called origins it has much more of a feel of like um technology versus nature sort of thing as well as the third one paradox is much more about order or chaos and that's sort of the along the lines of each game it's going to be some epilogue of you're going to choose one or the other and while it's not exactly the most amazing story or intriguing story it's still an interesting way of keeping you going and finding out more about you know your character i think there's 26 levels total 
and each set of levels has some kind of a theme so the first for awakening um the first set of levels is all to do with like forest so then you have like uh one of them is a pixie forest um another one is a dark forest you know things like that and so you have this theme for each level and then you have another set which is a different theme which has a theme for each level so like one of them was a, a horror theme so you have one door that's uh, blocked by a giant spider you know and uh, another one where you have to sort of uh, bring a frankenstein to life they have a steampunk one where you do different things with like a uh, what's his name you know you have tesla coils and things like that and uh, or uh, you have uh, gears and things you have to use it's really interesting how they came up with the style of it and it just feels like a lot of variety just like with tiny robots that's why i say this is the high tier cuz all three of these games are really interesting as well as the tiny robots and it's a free one for that at least even if it's not as good i'd say i'd say the door series is actually better than the uh tiny robots but still it's just as good and these though are really uh intriguing i'll say that you have to figure everything out for yourself but it never felt too hard that i couldn't figure anything out but it does get you to think you you actually have to you know use your own assumptions and come to your own conclusions to figure out how to do the puzzles and they're all very interactive some of them are tactile type puzzles you know just turning something or uh shoveling something or things like that but other than that it's actually something you have to figure out for yourself. So yeah, it has a lot of payoff as well because um you have these two epilogue levels that give you a little bit of extra sort of ending conclusion, you know, closure to what is going on even if you don't fully understand what's happening. Uh you know, it's usually just telling the story of the character. Um but through a narration that's someone else, you know. So yeah, it's really cool. Interesting stuff. I'd say check those ones out. All three of them are worth the 2.99 as well as Tiny Robots is completely free. It's the only one I think they have that is free. Uh then moving on. We're moving on to the last tier, which is the Epic tier. Yes. It is one game series and that's it. Called Far Away Escape. There is all kinds <laughs> of stuff to do with these games. They're very interesting and they have uh there's no cutscenes or anything like that. Um but yeah, you're told the story through notes, but it's so intriguing and interesting with the notes. You have to try to find them. I'm telling you because you actually have to try to find them. It's another objective that, you know, it's not easy. You know, they give you one pretty obviously they give you a second one which I believe is usually from some kind of like a a pot you know you can break all of these pots in there <laughs> and uh you know that's pretty easy to find but then the third one you actually have to do some kind of puzzle that you have to figure out yourself it is not easy they really go well figure it out for yourself we're not going to give you any hints we're just going to show you stuff and maybe you can figure it out for yourself and that's what you do i mean it's really cool very interesting and pretty darn difficult Um but that's just for the notes. Then there's the actual game itself. There's a lot of tactile stuff again. Um but at the same time, it's not always just, you know, get items and move them and put them here and stuff like that. Um it's more along the lines of it's more along the lines of like combining things and trying to figure out where or what you're trying to do. You have to go to different spots all around and it all, all moves pretty well. I mean, you just point ahead and click ahead and uh it'll move to that spot but it's such a larger type levels that I didn't expect to see out of any of these games and yeah this one is a very large type levels that you can actually you know not get lost in but you know uh explore quite a bit and that's sort of how you'll find you know whatever solution for the uh third note and the story is intriguing enough that you really want to try to find that not just try to get this thing to open up a gate and get through which is always the objective um just to open this gate by finding this little piece that would turn on the gate and but still everything up to it is just very interesting and it's pretty complicated they have six games in the series i believe the sixth game is the last game but each one has this amazing sort of locale you know first you start out in this ancient ruins type of game um I had this ancient rooms type of place it's uh almost like a 
pyramids and stuff like that and you have to figure everything out you have to move stuff around like uh there's these uh giant ball like things that look like an eyeball almost made of metal and they shoot out this beam of light and you have to actually move it to uh these different spots and you have to find out where to point them and as well as there's these signs that you can appoint them at uh to match them up together and that makes it so you get another item you know and then of course you take all those items and you can actually go back to the beginning of the level where there was this uh pedestal that you put all these items onto which makes it so now it opens up something for that third note or or of course opens up um to get that item you need to open the gate and it's really interesting i mean i'm telling you that one's really cool then of course you go to a uh a jungle area that's the next game in the series and then the third is an icy type of mountainous area um and there's like a lot of levels too i mean it is on the higher end though cuz you get i think 10 level no 9 levels for free but then you have to pay 4.99 for the rest of the game but there's still like a lot more levels i believe it's 22 levels total so after 9 that's uh what so after the 9 that'd be like 13 levels after i believe uh yeah that adds up i think 9 plus 13 makes 22 yes okay i know math anyways uh <laughs> um then you go to a uh, the fourth game is uh back to an ancient ruins type of thing actually but it's a little bit uh a little more involved i'll say that uh it's almost like a civilization that just disappeared um but then you have the fifth game which is um a tropical escape a, a, an island escape kind of game and then of course lastly which is you know really cool is a space type of thing and it still seems to follow um each time um a narrative i'll say that i want to say the same character because i believe it's the first three games it might be four um where you follow this one guy who's sort of looking for notoriety i'll say that as an archaeologist like he does put it above his family but once he's gotten into this place he sort of regrets it and then uh you know as well as it's a pretty crazy thing to live through i mean like he, i believe he talks about how he can't sleep though he does feel tired um exhausted and all that um he also uh feels hunger but he doesn't need to eat even though he feels like he's dying of hunger he can't eat anything then he finds this black goo inside of these pots that you break all the time and that's edible so he starts eating that cuz it stops the hunger feeling so it's almost like he can't die but he's you know still feeling um the effects of like long-term exposure you know to the elements and so yeah that's pretty crazy and his story is really interesting and it's really cool and then you come to this climax almost but it's still open ended with that climax and you actually get to make a choice of one way or the other but then the next game follows this woman who's a lot more um I'll say upbeat you know so i'll admit it was a little bit off-putting so i was like i was following this guy who's sort of downtrodden and he's sort of uh cynical but you know he's he's trying to make the most out of it and it was really interesting and then you start following this other girl who's really upbeat and like we're going to do this yay and it was kind of a little frustrating but it's still really interesting and intriguing with that as well now what makes it even more interesting than that is that 100%ing the game actually gives you something extra In fact, there seems to be some kind of uh large kind of uh, ARG going on or something like that, but I've never seen anything on it except one person which is Appen Rapper. Uh he's a YouTuber. He's the only one who's actually looked into this at all for all these games. But there seems to be something going on because um at the end of the first game, if you get 100% and you click on that 100%, that leads you to level 0. and then that's a level just full of pots you know you could just do it for fun you know crash in all the pots and then move on but it seems like you're supposed to click them all in a certain way um like if you use a hint for level 1, 2 and 3 i think it is and then you go back to the level 0 it'll show you a hint for that um the only thing is it's only one spot at a time that you can use the hint 
So that gets a little frustrating. And then the hints start getting all kind of weird and don't really show anything sometimes, change the background other times. It's pretty confusing. Um, but added to that, each note, I believe it's the third note, but it might be all the notes, actually have coordinates as well. So even then, it's like, well, what the heck are these coordinates for? It seems to be somewhere off in like, uh, I think the Bermuda Triangle or something like that. Um, and yeah, it's a strange sort of thing they're doing with that. And then you have another one where there's uh, each note, third note has a uh, different kind of text. Like it's almost like a word jumble or something like that. And you have to figure out what that says. And there's an, a level zero for that. And then there's a, you know, another one for these. It's like a map almost, I'd say, um, for every third note. And it just gets kind of crazy. It's like, what in the heck am I supposed to do with these levels and these notes and all that stuff? What is going on here? But it seems like apparently it just never got picked up. The game was picked up. Everybody loves these games. You know, obviously they made six of them. Um, which the sixth one is actually a, a higher price than $4.99. I believe it's $6.99 or $5.99. I'm pretty sure it's six though. Um, but yeah, it, it has all these different things. And so it's obviously a known game that, you know, was well enough to make all these sequels. There seems to be nothing on the internet about the ARG side of it. And it just seems so strange and like, what the heck is going on here? but nobody seems to be doing anything about it. I don't know. It looks like there's nothing to check out, but you know, you can figure out some of these levels. Um, the only thing is the first one, <laughs> all those pots, they are not easy to figure out. I still don't know how to do it. And I don't think I've ever seen anybody else figure it out either on YouTube or on Reddit or anything else like that. I haven't found a single thing. So yeah, I've tried checking it out and doing it myself. It is not that easy though. You have to go uh, check level one hints and then go to level zero and try the hint, then go back to level two hints, then go to level zero and check out the hints. And it's for each like turn of the uh, level itself. So you'll have to check a hint and then turn the level so you can see another part of the, you know, another section of it and then check the hint again you know and even then it, it's sort of like a it's a strange hint because they have some pots that look cracked others that look fully like broken and others that completely disappear so that's what I mean it's really kind of nonsensical it's like I don't understand what it is I'm supposed to do with this puzzle um, so yeah even if I did I mean I don't know, maybe it's like a cicada <laughs> one, one, three, something like that. I don't remember what it is, but yeah, cicada, if you know what I'm talking about. And um, I don't know, maybe if I figured out all the puzzles, I'd suddenly get kidnapped and put into some secret society. I don't know, but yeah, it, it's a crazy hard friggin' puzzle that I, I'm surprised there's not more eyes on it, you know? So yeah, I would say check out that just for those you know, sort of things, but also the story itself is really well done with those notes. So you don't have to get the notes, but if you want to get the full story, I would say get all the notes, even if you're not going to check out the ARG. The levels themselves are actually very expansive. Um, so you actually feel like you're going through a whole, you know, world or section of this uh, place, you know, because you, you can go through pyramids and then, you know, still that's part of the one level. And uh, then you go through a portal at the end of each one. And uh, that's basically the whole idea is just trying to figure out all these puzzles to be able to get this key for the portal. The only thing is, like I said, the levels get kind of expansive. You get to move all around the place. I mean, it's still semi-linear because, you know, you just are clicking on, um, a, you know, a spot on a level that looks like a path forward and you'll move forward, you know, and there's not like tons of places to go all over the place. Um, anything that's not pertaining to figuring out the puzzles, um, you can't click on. So you can't really go searching around. It's not as explorative, but it still has some exploration. And the look of it is very like uh, reminiscent of cell shading. I'll say that it, it's got this strange look. It's not cell shaded, but it definitely looks very stylish. I like the look of it. I just don't know how to pinpoint that. <laughs> If I were going to give you any suggestions for, say, the uh, mid-tier 
um, it would be, you know, anything that's an escape game, really. I mean, there's a lot of them out there. It's kind of hard to pinpoint one that I would say you should check out because there's just so many. Um, but then for the uh, higher tier, um, the Birdcage is a very reminiscent of uh, Doors. In fact, I think Birdcage came out first, then Doors later on. The Birdcage series is sort of like uh, The Room or anything else of that sort, House of Da Vinci, things like that. And it's just this birdcage that you have to figure out how to open to let the bird out. And yeah, you're using puzzles and solving them around the cage itself. The only thing is they're all tactile, at least in the first game. They are all tactile, not a whole lot of figuring stuff out. The different diamonds you can find um, as well inside of that game, um, they're kind of easy to find as well as the note. And the story is not that interesting. Um, but it's still a pretty fun and interesting, cool kind of game. It is, is something you have to pay for as well. Um, the second game in the Birdcage series, though, is where it gets really interesting because they stop doing as much of the tactile. You still have a lot of tactile to puzzles where you just, you know, move something up or down, left and right, and, you know, turn things around and all that. So it doesn't really, you know, feel like a puzzle. It just feels like you're doing stuff almost, like, like busy work, kind of. Um, but the second game actually gives you some puzzles into it. It makes it a little more uh, tricky to figure out. So it's not just tactile stuff. But now you're actually opening cages for uh, fantasy creatures and things like that, such as, uh, you know, dragons and phoenixes and griffins and things like that. So it's really cool. And it did a good job with that. I'd say that's something to check out if you're looking for more of stuff like doors. Um, but then. I would say for something that's like Faraway Escape, um, that's a hard one. The only thing I can think that comes to mind would be um, The Pillar, I think that it's called. The Pillar. And that was an interesting game. They actually have a sequel to it for iOS. I haven't played it, haven't been able to. Um, but that was something that, I, you know, felt like it scratched that itch for more of Faraway Escape. But I wouldn't say it's as good. Um, because it's just not as tricky. It's still an interesting kind of story, just not that much story. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just a little bit of, you know, intrigue and that's it, you know, not much. Um, it's still something worth checking out though, I'd say. If you have an iOS, maybe you can actually check out the second game too. Let me know. <laughs> so that is the Snap Break game series. It's Snap Break and whatever developer they're working with, like Pine Leaf is with Faraway Escape, Big Loop is with the, uh, doors games and things like that so it's it's a really interesting group of games that they have and there's a couple downs but most of it is really good great quality kind of gaming especially for point and click fans and to get buried alive like and subscribe and get notified to be revived next time die everybody